0: the $100 MBA Show, and today is a Q&A Weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question, just email us at contact at 100mba.net, or you can tweet at me on Twitter. My handle is Republic B-I-Z Republic. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's question comes from Carl, and Carl asks... Is starting a business around faith or spirituality a bad idea? Interesting question, Carl. I know that some people have difficulty with this concept of making money on spirituality or faith because a lot of people's religion or faith or belief is seen as a selfless thing. And mixing business or money with this concept kind of feels contradictory. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to answer your question, Carl, on today's episode. It's going to be an interesting one. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 RBA Show is sponsored by Relay Rides. Do you own a car? Then you know how expensive it is. From a recent AAA study, your car costs $9,000 a year. That's pretty hefty. But what if your car paid you instead? Enter Relay Rides. Relay Rides is a peer to peer car rental company. Rent out your car on Relay Rides and earn as much as $1,000 per month. Relay Rides pre screens each renter and offers $1 million in insurance. And as a special offer, Relay Rides is offering $100 MBA listeners an extra $100. So you can earn an extra $100 when you sign up today for free at RelayRides.com slash MBA. That's relayrides.comslash slash MBA. So Carl asks, is starting a business around faith or spirituality a bad idea? Now, I can understand where Carl's coming from because a lot of people, especially when it comes to religion They get kind of touchy when it comes to business because they feel like when it comes to your faith, you should be serving God or a higher power and you shouldn't be serving yourself financially. Now, I'm gonna take this question and broaden it because we have all different types of listeners. So whether you're thinking about starting a business on spirituality or faith or religion or even just meditation or feeling better about yourself, how does that fit in when it comes to business? Now, first of all, some of the most successful businesses out there are around this concept of faith, religion, spirituality. Because in our society, in the human society, there is a need to feel fulfilled in those areas in faith, religion, spirituality, whatever you want to call it. If you want to have inner calm, to have spiritual health. Another reason why it's so successful is because a lot of it is in the context of community. And when you're doing things within a community, you have the support of others and it's a lot easier to be successful. And therefore people see the fruits of your actual product or service or whatever your business is doing. So a few examples of this are like apps. People have apps that are like Bible study apps or people have training programs or meditation apps. And the point here is is that you're providing a product, you're providing a service to make people feel better. That's the bottom line. Now a doctor does it physically. And somebody with this type of business does this spiritually. Now, you wouldn't just say, hey, doctor, you should fix me up for no cost. You know, If you can't afford it, maybe the doctor would do it. But if you can't afford it, the doctor is going to charge you that he needs to make money or she needs to make money. When there's effort on your part where you're creating a course or an app or whatever it is, a service, that's time out of your life. That's time out of your day. That's work. That's effort. And you should be compensated for that. I mean, spiritual leaders, whether it's at the church or the temple or the mosque or whatever, they get a salary. They get paid because they need to eat too. So if your business is around this concept of faith, religion, spirituality, it's not a bad idea to profit from it. You're putting work to help other people. Now, if you want to incorporate somehow of a scholarship program or a way to give back with your products by donating it to people that can't afford it, that's up to you. But from a strictly business point of view, you are providing a service that helps other people. And if you have to charge for that to compensate for the time and the effort that you made to create this product or service, then you really should uh, think about it as a business model. Now where it gets tricky is when you take advantage of the fact that people are in need of these things or look up to you and take advantage of their finances that's a whole different matter. And you can do that in any business, regardless if it's about spirituality or faith or otherwise. But people say you have to be a little bit more careful when it comes to businesses like these because people are vulnerable. So if you're thinking about starting a business around faith, religion, spirituality, whatever it is, see it as a business model, just like any other business. Be fair, be courteous, be genuine, be generous, just like you would do with any business. You know, at the $100 MBA, we have a training program that teaches people how to build businesses, how to be entrepreneurs. We're providing a service. We're helping them with a need. But if you have a program that's similar, but instead of business, you're teaching how to meditate or how to be a great member of society or how to serve God or a higher power, that is not a conflict of interest. You're serving somebody's needs. You had to put the time and the effort to put this together. You should be compensated for that time. That's just my opinion as an entrepreneur. And look at it this way. If you were seeking help from somebody in these areas of spirituality, wouldn't you want that person to be compensated for their help? I mean, it's something important to you, right? It's something that you want and you value, so you should value the person that's offering it to you. Guys, I got more on this topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Relay Rides. Guys, did you know your car's value depreciates 10% as soon as you drive it off the dealership lot and by 20% after just owning it for one year? cars are expensive. They lose value and cost you money every month to maintain. But what if you could turn it around, turn this depreciating asset into extra cash? That's what the team at Relay Rides is trying to do. Relay Rides is a peer-to-peer car rental company, part of the sharing economy along with companies like Airbnb and Uber. Rent out your car on Relay Rides and earn as much as $1,000 per month. Talk about passive income here. Some owners earn as much as $6,000 per month. Relay Rides pre-screens each renter and provides owners with $1 million in insurance coverage. And there's no out-of-pocket expenses to you. And you can control when your car is available for rent. If you're an entrepreneur that's getting started, you're working from home, and you're looking for some extra cash to cover your expenses, this is a great way to do it when you're not using your car. So join the rapidly growing community of entrepreneurial car owners and turn your idle car into extra income. Sign up for free now at RelayRides.com slash MBA. And if you use that special link, Relay Rides is going to allow you to earn an extra $100 when you sign up today. Go to Relay Rides, it's R-E-L-A-Y-R-I-D-E-S dot com slash MBA. To wrap up this question that Carl asks, is it a good idea to start a business around faith or spirituality? It all boils down to you. Are you comfortable with this concept like I mentioned, you know, offering a service that helps people in exchange for money? If that's something that you're comfortable with and you can come to terms with and you genuinely give good value and you help people the best you can, then go for it. If you're iffy about it, you don't feel 100%, then maybe you should not do it. There's an old saying that says, when there's doubt, there's no doubt. So when you're having some doubts, maybe you really shouldn't go for it. At the end of the day, it's your decision and it's your business. But if you're asking me, I think if you're offering a valuable service or course or product to people that you want to help, and it's full of value, I don't see anything wrong with that. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Tomorrow's lesson is a must-read episode, a book that I've read recently that I really enjoyed. I wanted to share with you. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It's such a powerful, powerful book. I am going to talk about why you need to read this book, how it can affect your business, and how it's influenced me as an entrepreneur. Make sure you check out tomorrow's episode for that. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Carl asked a pretty difficult question today. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, you just gotta answer questions or give your opinion honestly, the way you feel. It's your opinion. There's no right or wrong answer. And at the end of the day, you wanna resonate with people that respect you for who you are. Not everybody has to agree with you. Not everybody has to love you. The point is, is that be true to yourself and stand up for what you believe in, your thoughts, your feelings about topics. You don't have to be rude or overly outspoken. But the point is, is that You got to be comfortable with who you are and who you've become as a business person. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode, our must-read episode, The Power of Habit. All right, I'll check you then, guys. Take care.